Welcome forward now. You're listening to the Millionaire's Roundtable. I am your host, Lynn Richardson, here on KBLA Talk 1580. And we are creating millionaires, one family at a time, one day at a time, one dollar at a time, and one dime at a time. And that means you. Okay, I've been saying this. I've been saying this. I'm going to say it again. There are two tax systems in America. Now, everybody is all in an uproar about the Inflation Reduction Act um, and the portion of that act wherein uh, it is clearly outlined and detailed that the IRS is supposedly targeting small business owners who make less than $200,000 a year. Okay. Here's what I want you to know about that. One, they are planning to hire somewhere upwards of about 80,000 tax, uh, you know, folks who are going to be auditors who are going to be trained to come out to get people. But that's going to take place over a five to 10 year period. Okay, so it's not happening tomorrow, but that doesn't mean you should start clicking your heels. The next thing is this. Roughly 20 to 25,000 IRS employees are scheduled to retire within the next few years. So this will be a lead in of sorts. So I don't want you getting so upset and out of sorts that you start to get fearful and you do nothing. Because let me help you understand this. And I want you to help me out. I know for a fact that you are not listening to me every single day, Monday through Friday, and on the weekends and whenever else you want to on the podcast. I know for a fact you are not listening to me and still running around eating for free. And what I mean by eating for free is you're eating meals out at restaurants, you're spending your money, and you're not getting your money back. Not when business meals are 100% tax deductible in 2022. One of the provisions of the CARES Act. Let me repeat, business meals are a 100% tax deduction in 2022 as one of the provisions of the CARES Act when you buy that meal at a restaurant. So when you go out to eat with your friends, your children, your family members, your cousin, your long lost boo who turned into a who, what, when, where, why, how much or whatever it is, when you just go out to eat, you just went out to eat and you're spending money. You have thrown you throwing money away. That's called free spending. But when you go out to eat to discuss business and you have a business meal and that business meal is purchased at a restaurant and that business meal is taking place with legitimate business colleagues, clients, potential clients, referral partners, potential distributors, uh, employees that you have hired to work in your home-based business. When you discuss business and you are running your business like a business with the intent to make a profit, then what you have is a legitimate documentable business 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 deduction that you can now write off on your taxes. Please don't tell me that you're running around throwing money away and then at the end of the check, at the end of the month, at the end of the day, at the end of the week, you're looking for money because your money is funny and your change is strange. Please don't tell me you're doing that. And please do not tell me that you are watching other people do it. Every single person who is listening to this should tell every single person that they know 
that if you learn the rules of the game and play the game by the rules, you don't have to be scared. You can be prepared and you can get these tax deductions all with the permission of the IRS. Do not let fear immobilize you. Do not let fear paralyze you. Do not sit around listening to haters, naysayers, blockers, and crab barrel leg pullers. Do not listen to them telling you, don't listen to that honey child. They're going to come and get you. Let me tell you something. People are, are broke because they're scared. People are broken because they're scared. People are in bondage because you are scared. Do not be scared. Get prepared. And join me for Tax Talk Thursday. It's on Thursday nights. Tax Talk Thursday is every Thursday night, okay? Tax Talk Thursday. Go to asklin.org, submit your inquiry, wait for your immediately immediate reply, and then sign up for Tax Talk Thursday, okay? Because I'm teaching. But I'm only teaching people who want to put the knowledge uh, into action because knowledge is not power. Don't tell me what you know. Don't tell me about... Uh, a sermon that you heard. Don't tell me about anything that you heard that sounded good. Tell me what you did. So I'm ready to teach people who want to actually get the knowledge and then put it into action. Knowledge is power when it is put into action. Okay. So there are two tax systems in America. I keep talking about this. There's one system for employees, one system for businesses. If you are an employee, God bless you. Hallelujah. Get your 401k and all that stuff. Keep your job. I'm not telling you to quit your job. But if you are an employee, if you make $100,000 a year, you're only going to get about $65,000 in your paycheck and your bank account. Okay, because FICA and them going to take the stuff off the top. Then you got to figure out how you're going to feed yourself, clothe yourself, buy food, pay for your cell phone, all the stuff you want to do. And maybe that's probably more than $65,000. And at the end of the year, you're going to be taxed on a whole 100,000. That's the employee system. But on the business system, if you make $100,000 a year, first you get to expense all of the things that are you are using for business. You get to expense your cell phone, your computer, your meals, even when you drive and leave your house, when you have a home-based business, and I am not talking about you are at home working for somebody else's business. So the pandemic, they sat you down, told you to work from home, and so you found a little office and you're working from it. That's not a home office. This is a home office in your home-based business. So you can still do that stuff in there, but you also want to have your home-based business. If you have $100,000, you make $100,000, first you get to write off all of that stuff. Let's say all of that stuff adds up to $65,000. You're only going to get taxed on the $35,000 that's left over. For those of you who are trying to buy a home, I don't want you to be afraid that your tax deductions are going to minimize your home buying ability because there's a way around that too. You must learn the rules of the game and you must play the game by the rules. Everybody's looking for the harvest. The harvest is here. And the time is now. And now is your season to win. Now is when the blessing is here. Now is when it's blooming. Now the harvest is here for you. And it's your season to win. KBLA Talk 1580. We've got a lot to talk about. Amplifying progressive voices for KBLA Talk 1580. Welcome forward now. This is the Millionaire's Roundtable here on KBLA Talk 1580. And this is Lynn Richardson. And we are creating millionaires one family at a time, one day at a time, one dollar at a time, and one dime at a time. And that means you.
It's Tax Talk Thursday here on the Millionaire's Roundtable, and I've already said there are two systems in America, one for employees and one for businesses, and you get to decide which system you are in. No one decides that for you. It's not based on the amount of academic education you have. It's not based on the neighborhood you uh, were born in or live in. It's not based on the school that you went to or didn't go to. It's not based on anything your parents or your ancestors did. This is a choice that you get to make now. The employee system says you get taxed on every single dollar you make. The business system says you get taxed on the difference between what you make minus your business expenses, money that you were going to spend anyway on things like food, business trips, electronics, mobile phones, cell phone service, all of these things, okay? Now, if you want to know if you qualify for these tax deductions, as I shared, you must ask yourself a few questions. The first question you want to ask yourself is this. One, did you start your business because you really wanted to make money? If it is a hobby, it does not work. If you are, uh, you know, addicted to knitting and you say, oh, I heard Lynn Richardson talking about tax deduction. So now I'm in business. You must have the intent to make money. So if you've been knitting and giving away everything to people at church, your friends, your grandchildren, your nieces and nephews, that doesn't work. You must have the intent to make money. But more specifically, you must run your business like a business with the intent to make a profit. Okay. Now, here's the deal about a profit because many people say, well, if you don't make a profit for three years, it's not a business. That's not the truth. There are many businesses that don't make a profit for more than three years. Let me give you an example of a scenario that could make sense. Let's say in year one, your business makes $5,000 but your expenses were $10,000. But you can document that you've been running your business and I'm gonna talk about that. Year two, your business makes $25,000, but your expenses are $30,000. Okay, you are still running your business, you grew your revenue, but you just didn't make money, you didn't make a profit. Year three, your business makes $100,000, but now your expenses are $150,000. Well. You are running a broke business, but you are it's still a business, okay? So don't let anybody tell you that you have to make a profit within three years. You must be able to document what you are doing truthfully, legally, honestly, and ethically. Yes, the intent is to make a profit. Yes, you may need to improve your technology. Yes, you may need to hire someone who can streamline your processes. Yes, you may need to make your services accessible more efficiently. You may need to do all of those things, but it does not mean that if you don't, that you have not been in a uh, legal position to earn your deductions. As long as you're running your business like a business with the intent to make a profit. There are many businesses in the financial news that did not make a profit, yet they are still in business. The next question you have to ask yourself is this, are you willing to work on or in your business at least 45 minutes each day 
at least four days per week. That's the test. You cannot take these tax write-offs if, you, uh, tax write-offs if you're only working in your business one day a week. That's not going to work, okay? At least 45 minutes each day, four days per week, minimally. Now, let me tell you what working on your business means. That means you are marketing for referrals. You're working on your social media. You are getting an education in your business. That's why if you enroll in New Wealth University, And you take classes, how to start a home-based business, advanced home-based business boot camp, all of these business uh, courses. You are actually doing the work on your business, all right? Um, If you are doing administrative work, if you are prospecting for new clients, new business partners, new referral partners, all of that is working on your business. If you are having a business meal, that's working on your business. If you take a business trip, to research new products and services. That is working on your business. Working in your business means you're actually selling your product. You're actually mowing the lawn. You're actually babysitting. You're braiding hair. You are serving food. You are driving your Uber or Lyft or whatever it is. You're working in your network marketing business. That's working in your business. So as as long as you are working on and or in your business at least 45 minutes each day, at least four days per week, then you are eligible to write off the tax deductions that you document. Which leads me to question number three that you must ask yourself. Are you willing to keep a journal or log of the things you are doing to try to grow your business? That means you must document everything, okay? Keep a journal. Every single thing is in my calendar, my Google calendar as well. So if I take a business trip, if I get in the car to go to the post office, if I have a business uh, phone call, no more uh, just saying, hey, let's talk at two o'clock. No, put it in your calendar so you can document that you had that call and just say, I'm going to call the person or we're going to FaceTime. Uh, but certainly if you have a Zoom call or some other kind of uh, you know, conferencing service, then you want to put that in your calendar. You want to put your itinerary in your calendar. You want to put all of your activity. You can also start have a written journal, okay? In most cases, if you were ever audited by the IRS, if you have a written journal with everything every day, like my students have in the Master Business and Budgeting Journal, they can document all their activity, personal and business, each and every single day, then that can also work as well. Now, let me tell you what you must know about each and every tax deduction that you intend to take. You must know who was involved. Who, what, when, where, why, and how much. Who was involved? What did you do? Business meal, business trip, business travel, business tolls, parking fees, whatever. Who, what, when? When did it take place? Tuesday, January 31st, 2000, whatever. Okay. Where did it take place? Where were you? A hotel, a restaurant, home office, wherever it was. Why is this the tax tax deduction? Because I'm using, I was doing this to prospect for new clients. I was doing this to drop off my mail. I was doing this, whatever that reason is. And how much was the expense? Now, do not let people email all of your receipts to you. Do not let them uh, just text your receipt to you. You cannot track that. 
You can track it one day, but you cannot track that. You will not remember a year later. Okay. Now, there are some places that only have the option to email you a receipt if you're working with an independent vendor. Then create an email address that says receipts at lynnrichardson.com or receipts at yourdomainname.com. So if you hire your kids to work in your home-based business, then guess what? They can just open that email, download all those receipts, print them, put them in your records. Otherwise, when you go someplace and you purchase something, that is a, and it's a business expense, ask for your receipt, stop right on the back of it, put it in your wallet and keep on moving. The harvest is here and the time is now. Let's talk about real estate, real estate, real estate. Hi, I'm financial expert Lynn Richardson. You've seen me on Good Morning America, The Breakfast Club, and KBLA Talk. I'm so excited about sharing with you the Home Buyers Club. It's time for you to get the home of your dreams. No credit, no problem. Low credit, no problem. No down payment, no problem. I am excited about you getting a piece of the American dream. Join the Home Buyers Club today. Okay, it's Tax Talk Thursday. And I have already said, the more money you make, the more the IRS will take. Um, I remember getting my first big increase in salary. Um, I was a mortgage professional and I was helping all these people get to the next level financially. And um, one of the very first thing that I did, first things that I did when I became a mortgage professional, and it's why I said to you previously, I said, if you want to be free, you have to understand that everything is not free. You have to be willing to invest in yourself. So I went from working as a community college um, executive to leaving my uh, $25,000 a year job or $27,000 a year job. And I was working so hard. I had uh, started this campus and it was more than successful. Their goal was to have 50 students. I had 388 students, but I had a staff and a budget for 50. And in order for me to get a salary increase from the twenty-five dollars or $27,000 I was making, I forget which one it was at that particular time, but in order for me to get a salary increase, I would have had to go spend another thirty dollars or $40,000 getting a master's degree only to get a $5,000 raise. And, and I just, that was not going to be the life for me. Okay. So for those who, if that's what you're doing, great, but that wasn't the life for me. Um, I was young, I was married, I was ambitious. And I realized when I had my first child, a girl, no doubt, I think girls are, might be a little more expensive than boys, I think, um, because they need hair. They got to get the hair done. They got to go to ballet class. They got to, you know, all this kind of stuff. And I realized when I had my first child, I said, I need a $25,000 raise for each child. Okay. If you want to take care of the child properly, if you want to still work and put them in daycare, you need another $250 to $300 a week just to put them in daycare. That right there is anywhere between $12,000 and $13,000 and you haven't bought them anything yet. So I said, I wanted to go into a career where I could help people. That was the most important thing to me. I prayed that God would lead me into a career where I could help people, where I could come and go as I please. Um, I did not want to be stuck to a clock. I'm the kind of person, if you tell me to work from nine to five, you're going to have some issues. But if you leave me alone, I might just be at that job from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. And I might eat lunch at my desk, not take a break. I'm one of those people. I'm going to work hard anyway. So I don't want you to put a clock on me. The last thing I wanted to do that I prayed for 
was that I would be able to earn money commensurate with my effort. So if I worked hard, I would get paid well. If I didn't work hard, then, you know, I'd have to deal with the consequences of that. So I come into the mortgage business and remember, I was making about $25,000, $27,000 a year, somewhere around there. So um, whenever I got paid every two weeks, after Uncle Sam takes out your taxes, I don't know, uh, that's $2,000 a month, somewhere around there. So after taxes, I was probably bringing in about $700 every two weeks, $750. So now my first check in the mortgage business, my first check is like $4,000. Child, let me tell you. Come on now. I'm like, hey, 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 hey. But I realized that if I had some help, then I could make double or triple that. So with my first check, I hired an executive assistant because I knew that if if I hired someone to do all the faxing, photocopying, mailing emailing, sending people papers and things like that, then I could use my highest and best energy. I want you to write that down. Highest and best energy. We're going to learn. We're going to talk about that here on the Millionaire's Roundtable. I could use my highest and best energy to go out and get more business. I could use my highest and best energy to educate more people and train more people. So I hired that person. I still had some money left over. Now I went from closing one loan to two loans to five loans to 10 loans. So I remember when I got my first $20,000 commission check. Now, I was accustomed to earning $10,000 a paycheck. And with my $10,000 per paycheck, um, I was married and I had you know children. So um, my uh, allowances... On my W-4, I had five allowances because I thought allowances and dependents were the same thing. They are not. So when I had a $10,000 check, I would get about $8,500 net after taxes. So I thought with this $20,000 check, I doubled it. So I said it'll be 8,500 times two. So it'll be somewhere between 16 and $17,000. Now, mind you, I was living check to Monday. I had already spent the money before I even got it. Anybody like that? Raise your hand if you're sure, okay? <laughs> if you spend your money before you even get it, those are even more problems that we're going to have to discuss. Well, I was counting on $16,000 minimally. When I got the check, the check was about $9,000. Let me tell you, I almost passed out. Uh, I got dizzy. And then I said, girl, you cannot die up in here because you need your money. I said, yes, I do need my money. So I went into my office and I was running a big mortgage office. I called the IRS. People said, well, why'd you call the IRS? Because they are the ones who had my money. That's why I called the IRS. Who else you gonna call? Calling the HR people was not gonna help me because I'm looking at my check and FICA them got it. I'm looking at the check. FICA them got my money. So that's who I'm calling. So I called the IRS told them my situation. And I learned that day after speaking to a withholding agent, I didn't even know such a person existed, that once my salary doubled, I was in more tax brackets. So the only way to get my money back was to change my allowances, actually read the form. And then in order to be in a position where I would not owe the IRS at the end of the year, I needed more tax deductions. So the IRS says, 
We reward you for being in business. We honor you for being in business. The businesses are the engine of the economy because businesses are going to find a way to survive and thrive. But you must live your life like a business. You must learn how to get these tax, tax deductions. And I'm going to talk about it. The harvest is here. The time is now. It is your season. KBLA Talk 1580. We've got a lot to talk about. Flynn Richardson is making millionaires. One family, one day, one dollar, one dime at a time. You're listening to the Millionaires Roundtable on KBLA Talk 1580. Curiosity is more important than intelligence, but we've got both. Now celebrating one year being your trusted truth teller. You're listening to KBLA Talk 1580. Welcome forward now. This is the Millionaire's Roundtable here on KBLA Talk 1580. And this is Lynn Richardson. And we are creating millionaires, one family at a time, one day at a time, one dollar at a time, and one dime at a time. And that means you. Okay, so it's Tax Talk Thursday and uh, here on the Millionaire's Roundtable, and we are trying to make our taxes work for us. A tax refund does not have to be this uh, sugar daddy, sugar mama type check that you only get once a year and you get to splurge and then you're broke again. A tax refund can be used to build, expand, grow, and generate wealth. I've said already that the more money you make, the more the IRS will take. So you, you, you know, my story going from a hundred thousand to 200,000 or going from a $10,000 check to a $20,000 check. Um, you've heard about, uh, Antoine Walker, the NBA player who had, uh, an infamous deal, well over a hundred million dollars. I think it was $110 million. And he was only in the NBA for a short time. And he was, a, he was broke a few years after he got out of the NBA. Now, remember, the more money you make, the more the IRS will take. Just because someone gets a $110 million contract does not mean they got $110 million. Okay? So, first he had to pay his attorneys, agents, and managers. That could be anywhere from 20 to 30%. So, let's just say right off the top, somewhere between 20 and maybe 30 million is gone. So that 110 million is now down to maybe 80 million, somewhere around there. Now you owe taxes on this money. Now here's the problem with owing taxes on $110 million. If you get the money uh, January 1st of 2022 or January 1st of 2020 or January 1st of any year, you don't necessarily pay the taxes right away. Okay, the money is not due until April of the following year. And in most cases, the money is already spent. You already spent the money, right? And so he has talked about this publicly where he has said he was buying houses and cars for family members. He was taking lavish trips and vacations and, you know, all of these things and giving an allowance to this relative and that relative. Here's what you need to understand about taxes. There are over 400 tax deductions for people who have a home-based business. So if he was a consultant of some sort, if he worked for the NBA, but he also had a home-based business 
either consulting or teaching or uh, doing any kind of consulting work, coaching. He could have had a, uh, a youth basketball team or whatever it is. He could have had a home-based business. And guess what? Now, when you pay someone, you don't give them an allowance because an allowance is not a tax write-off. Parents, stop giving your children an allowance. It's not a tax write-off. But if you pay that child to work in your business, you can pay that child up to $12,500 a year. And now that $12,500 a year is a tax write-off to you and it's completely tax-free to the child. So I don't care if it's your mother, your father, your grandmother, Pookie, Ray Ray, Keisha, Antoine, Antoinette, whoever it is, stop giving money away to people because that's not a tax write-off. And chances are, if you give them the money, let's say they called you to borrow some money, you gave them the money, you're probably never going to get it back, and so on and so forth. So, hire your family members. In New Wealth University, I have a whole academy called the Entrepreneur's Academy, and it teaches people how to build world-class businesses, but also, also how to live your life like a business so you can get as many tax deductions as possible, legally ethically, morally, and all with the permission of the IRS. Those trips he was taking. The IRS says, if you take a business trip, so if, if I, instead of going to the family reunion, I'm not going to any family reunion. I'm not going to the class reunion. I'm not doing any of that. My trip is labeled as a business trip. So when I fly, my airplane ticket is a tax write-off. My hotel is a tax write-off. My meals are a tax write-off. Even my dry cleaning. When you travel for business and you soil your clothing, when you bring those clothes back home, the IRS says you can now write off your dry cleaning bill. Okay? So when I took my kids to Disney World in 2008, the whole trip was a business trip. I spoke at my uh, convention. I sold my books. They worked in the business. And guess what? Everybody is happy. So if Antoine Walker had taken business trips, he would have had a tax write-off. We've got to learn to live our lives like a business. The harvest is here. The time is now. Hi, I'm financial expert Lynn Richardson. You may have seen me on Good Morning America, The Steve Harvey Show, or Get Up Mornings with Erica Campbell. Guess what? Did you know you can get your money back if you hire your kids? You can get your money back if you go out to eat? You can get your money back if you go on a vacation? Well, guess what? In my book, Get Your Money Back, Tax Deductions You Never Know About, I'm going to teach you how you can get your money back with your home-based business legally, ethically, and all with the permission of the IRS. Just go to askglenn.org. Okay, it's Tax Talk Thursday here on the Millionaire's Roundtable, and we've got a lot to talk about. We've got a lot to talk about, okay? We have got to get this thing straight, okay? Everybody thinks uh, that taxes are your enemy, but it can, taxes can be your friend. First of all, we have to pay taxes, okay? We've got to pay taxes so uh, the country can run, so we can have um, resources, and uh, benefits to support people and to support the infrastructure and to have uh, street lights and schools and all these things. So we have to pay taxes. Um, but it is okay to put a strategy in place to get your taxes down to the legal, ethical, and moral limit. And do not let haters, naysayers, blockers, and crap barrel leg pullers 
Do not let them tell you that this is risky. If you uh, did not go to pilot school and you tried to fly a plane, that would be risky. But if you've gone to pilot school and you have uh, flown thousands of hours, uh, then you can fly a plane. Um, if you have never done surgery and you're trying to uh, go and cut somebody open, that would be risky. But if you went to medical school and you did your residency and you learned the surgical procedures and you did your fellowship, then it would not be risky. So if you try to write off tax deductions that you know nothing about because you did not go to school to get a financial education, then yes, that will be risky. But that's not what we're talking about. We are talking about getting a proper education. I have been studying the tax code with my mentor who is a former tax attorney. He used to work for the IRS. He used to teach the agents how to go out and get people. But now all he does is teach self-employed business owners. He coaches us on the proper usage of the tax code. So once you learn the rules of the game and play the game by the rules, then it is no longer risky. The first thing that you must do is get a home-based business. And the second thing you must do is set your, your life up and live your life like a business so that you can get your money back for things that you are going to spend your money on anyway. Let me give you some examples. I already talked about hiring your kids, your family members, your brother, your sister, your niece, your nephew. Um, in my household, everybody has a job. Okay, Everybody has a job. I don't even have any pets because pets cannot work. All right, I'd have to go th through some extreme measures to be able to write off a pet. You'd actually have to have them in the business, working in the business, in order to be able to take care of, uh, of those expenses and write them off. Um, I used to, I didn't used to have plants, but I bought a new house, and the plants came with the house. There are 88 plants in the house, and um, I cannot write those plants off. Those they are living uh, being, except in my home office. So when you have a home office, and let's just say, for example. You've got a home office and you have four rooms and one of them is an office. And in this example, they're all equal size. Then you get to write, that's 25%, one out of four. You get to write off 25% of your rent, your light bill, gas bill, all of these things. So it is so important for you to get a tax education. The harvest is here and the time is now. It is your season to win. And so we're going to learn the rules of the game. We're going to play the game by the rules. We're going to find all of our tax deductions so we can be free. That's what we're going to do. KBLA Talk 1580. We've got a lot to talk about. Say the quiet part out loud. KBLA Talk 1580. On KBLA Talk 1580. And this is Lynn Richardson. And we are creating millionaires. One family at a time. One day at a time, one dollar at a time, and one dime at a time. And that means you. Okay, so it's Tax Talk Thursday and uh, here on the Millionaire's Roundtable. And we are trying to make our taxes work for us. A tax refund does not have to be this uh, sugar daddy, sugar mama type check that you only get once a year and you get to splurge and then you're broke again. A tax refund can be used to build expand, grow, and generate wealth. I've said already that the more money you make, the more the IRS will take. So you, you, you know, my story going from a hundred thousand to 200,000 or going from a $10,000 check 
to a $20,000 check. Um, you've heard about uh, Antoine Walker, the NBA player who had uh, an infamous deal, well over $100 million. I think it was $110 million. And he was only in the NBA for a short time. And he was, a, he was broke a few years after he got out of the NBA. Now, remember, the more money you make, the more the IRS will take. Just because someone gets a $110 million contract does not mean they got $110 million. Okay? So, first he had to pay his attorneys, agents, and managers. That could be anywhere from 20 to 30%. So, let's just say right off the top, somewhere between 20 and maybe 30 million is gone. So that 110 million is now down to maybe 80 million, somewhere around there. Now you owe taxes on this money. Now here's the problem with owing taxes on $110 million. If you get the money uh, January 1st of 2022 or January 1st of 2020 or January 1st of any year, you don't necessarily pay the taxes right away. Okay, the money is not due until April of the following year. And in most cases, the money is already spent. You already spent the money, right? And so he has talked about this publicly where he has said he was buying houses and cars for family members. He was taking lavish trips and vacations and, you know, all of these things and giving an allowance to this relative and that relative. Here's what you need to understand about taxes. There are over 400 tax deductions for people who have a home-based business. So if he was a consultant of some sort, if he worked for the NBA, but he also had a home-based business, either consulting or teaching or uh, doing any kind of consulting work, coaching. He could have had a, uh, a youth basketball team or whatever it is. He could have had a home-based business. And guess what? Now, when you pay someone, you don't give them an allowance because an allowance is not a tax write-off. Parents, stop giving your children an allowance. It's not a tax write-off. But if you pay that child to work in your business, you can pay that child up to $12,500 a year. And now that $12,500 a year is a tax write-off to you and it's completely tax-free to the child. So I don't care if it's your mother, your father, your grandmother, Pookie, Ray Ray, Keisha, Antoine, Antoinette, whoever it is, stop giving money away to people because that's not a tax write-off. And chances are, if you give them the money, let's say they called you to borrow some money, you gave them the money, you're probably never going to get it back, and so on and so forth. So, hire your family members. In New Wealth University, I have a whole academy called the Entrepreneur's Academy, and it teaches people how to build world-class businesses, but also, also how to live your life like a business so you can get as many tax deductions as possible, legally, ethically, morally, and all with the permission of the IRS. Those trips he was taking. The IRS says, if you take a business trip, so if, if I, instead of going to the family reunion, I'm not going to any family reunion. I'm not going to the class reunion. I'm not doing any of that. My trip is labeled as a business trip. So when I fly, my airplane ticket is a tax write-off. My hotel is a tax write-off. My meals are a tax write-off. Even my dry cleaning, 
When you travel for business and you soil your clothes, clothing, when you bring those clothes, clothes back home, the IRS says you can now write off your dry cleaning bill. Okay. So when I took my kids to Disney World in 2008, the whole trip was a business trip. I spoke at my uh, convention. I sold my books. They worked in the business. And guess what? Everybody is happy. So if Antoine Walker had taken business trips, he would have had a tax write-off. We've got to learn to live our lives like a business. The harvest is here. The time is now. Hi, I'm financial expert Lynn Richardson. You may have seen me on Good Morning America, The Steve Harvey Show, or Get Up Mornings with Erica Campbell. Guess what? Did you know you can get your money back if you hire your kids? You can get your money back if you go out to eat? You can get your money back if you go on a vacation. Well, guess what? In my book, Get Your Money Back, Tax Deductions You Never Know About, I'm going to teach you how you can get your money back with your home-based business legally, ethically, and all with the permission of the IRS. Just go to askglenn.org. Okay, it's Tax Talk Thursday here on the Millionaire's Roundtable, and we've got a lot to talk about. We've got a lot to talk about, okay? We have got to get this thing straight, okay? Everybody thinks uh, that taxes are your enemy, but it can, taxes can be your friend. First of all, we have to pay taxes, okay? We've got to pay taxes so uh, the country can run, so we can have um, resources, and uh, benefits to support people and to support the infrastructure and to have uh, street lights and schools and all these things. So we have to pay taxes. Um, but it is okay to put a strategy in place to get your taxes down to the legal, ethical, and moral limit. And do not let haters, naysayers, blockers, and crab barrel leg pullers, do not let them tell you that this is risky. If you uh, did not go to pilot school and you tried to fly a plane, that would be risky. But if you've gone to pilot school and you have uh, flown thousands of hours, uh, then you can fly a plane. Um, if you have never done surgery and you're trying to uh, go and cut somebody open, that would be risky. But if you went to medical school and you did your residency and you learned the surgical procedures and you did your fellowship, then it would not be risky. So if you try to write off tax deductions that you know nothing about because you did not go to school to get a financial education, then yes, that will be risky. But that's not what we're talking about. We are talking about getting a proper education. I have been studying the tax code with my mentor, who is a former tax attorney. He used to work for the IRS. He used to teach the agents how to go out and get people. But now all he does is teach self-employed business owners. He coaches us on the proper usage of the tax code. So once you learn the rules of the game and play the game by the rules, then it is no longer risky. The first thing that you must do is get a home-based business. And the second thing you must do is set your, your life up and live your life like a business so that you can get your money back for things that you are going to spend your money on anyway. Let me give you some examples. I already talked about hiring your kids, your family members, your brother, your sister, your niece, your nephew. Um, in my household, everybody has a job, okay? Everybody has a job. I don't even have any pets because pets cannot work. 
All right, I have to go th through some extreme measures to be able to write off a pet. You actually have to have them in the business, working in the business, in order to be able to take care uh, of those expenses and write them off. Um, I used to, I didn't used to have plants, but I bought a new house, and the plants came with the house. There are 88 plants in the house, and um, I cannot write those plants off. Those they are a living uh, being, except in my home office. So when you have a home office, and let's just say, for example. You've got a home office and you have four rooms and one of them is an office. And in this example, they're all equal size. Then you get to write, that's 25%, one out of four. You get to write off 25% of your rent, your light bill, gas bill, all of these things. So it is so important for you to get a tax education. The harvest is here and the time is now. It is your season to win. And so we're going to learn the rules of the game. We're going to play the game by the rules. We're going to find all of our tax deductions so we can be free. That's what we're going to do. KBLA Talk 1580. We've got a lot to talk about. Say the quiet part out loud. KBLA Talk 1580. Welcome forward now. This is the Millionaire's Roundtable here on KBLA Talk 1580. And this is Lynn Richardson. And we are creating millionaires one family at a time. One day at a time, one dollar at a time, and one dime at a time. And that means you. The harvest is here. The time is now. It is your season. It is Tax Talk Thursday here on uh, the, the Millionaire's Roundtable. And uh, let's talk about the action of the day and the word of the day. Okay, so the action of the day is this. Get enrolled in a class today. I just talked about five or six tax deductions. There are over 400. I have been studying the tax code for over 14 years now. And guess what? You never learn.